Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of Grit TV. Infectious disease specialists say Ebola can't spread through the air, but the political grandstanding about it can. And if history's any guide, that could do us more damage than the epidemic. To recap, while thousands of people in West Africa have contracted and died from Ebola, just a handful of Americans have so far come down with the disease. By contrast, more than 200,000 of us end up in hospital every year from the flu, and still many of us don't bother with flu shots. While there's no shot for Ebola, it can be killed by bleach, and it can be contained, as the WHO says it has been in Nigeria, thanks to the calm, methodical action of smart local health workers. I mention all of that because should you tune in to the U.S.'s midterm elections, you'll hear Republicans and Democrats spreading all manner of panic. First, they traded partisan attacks, accusing one another of not doing enough to keep Americans safe. Now candidates of both parties are going after the president. Take those calls for a ban on travel from Guinea, Liberia, and Sierra Leone, something the administration and most public health experts oppose and think is crazy. Calls for a ban have long come from the lunatic fringe and from the not-so-fringe lunatics like House Speaker John Boehner. But Democrats, too, are buying into the travel ban. Candidates in tight races like Kay Hagan in North Carolina and Michelle Nunn in Georgia are both on board the travel ban bandwagon, and even the feminist favorite Texan Wendy Davis has come out in favor. It's a way to look tough and distant from the low approval ratings of the president. Besides, what's public health expertise when polls report that 67% of Americans are in favor of a ban, and even more in Texas? With just days to go before the vote, candidates seem to be competing for Ebola spotlight in an election season in which politics itself has lost the interest of the voting public. They're tripping over each other to stoke fears and then pander to the fears they've stoked, and desperate for viewers to whom they can serve ads, cable news are eating it up. President Obama is hardly immune, of course. After all, it was he who kicked off the season calling for a war on Ebola. Forty years ago, when he was in a tough spot, Richard Nixon declared a war on drugs. That brought us our longest, most deadly waste, a trillion dollars spent, more than 45 million drug arrests, and nothing to show for it but abject failure. Where will the panic-mongering on Ebola lead? We don't know yet, but we know where we've come from. The war on drugs brought us prisons packed with nonviolent offenders, mostly people of color. The war on illegal immigration brought us border camps packed with kids. The war on terror, well, that took us straight to hell. Ebola's a crisis in West Africa. Here it's not the pathogen that's the problem, it's our pathological political system. You can watch my interview with author-activist Arundhati Roy at grittv.org and find out more about our syndication on Telesaur English. For Grit TV, I'm Laura Flanders.